Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. I'm going to shout before I get it. 
Come on, y'all. My God. I got a winning mindset. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is my season. It's my season. You ought to declare that over thank you, Lord. Life. It's my season. I believe. Come on, y'all. Thank you, Lord. It's my time. Come on, y'all. Glory to God. I feel it. Come on now. My God. Breakthroughs in the room. Come on, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is how tall she's going to be. This is what I 
am creating her for. These are her parents for a reason. This is the community she's going to be born in. This is the time she's going to be born in. God was writing you out, baby. You are a script. You are part of God's image. And then when God placed you in your mother's room, he blew breath into your mother's womb and said, my God, in command and spoke you to life. You're not no accident. So when we start saying it's going to be big, right? A defeated mentality tells us not to speak like that. Uh, uh, a kingdom mentality says to us, you know what? Finish me. Ooh, can you put that in the comments today? Oh my God, you know what? Finish, finish me, Lord. Finish me, Lord. Complete me, Lord. Oh my God. Don't leave me undone. Don't leave me undone. That's what he said when we prophesy. Get, get out of the minimum mentality that we're talking about some money or some prosperity. We're talking about being completed according to the finished works of Jesus. So when we say it's going to be big, it's going to blow our mind. What he's saying is God is going to bring us into our next big step. God is going to bring us into our next conversation. You want the Lord to complete you. You want the Lord to finish you. You don't want to leave here and you get to heaven and you have not had access of everything that God promised you or you're not fully developed or you're not well evolved or you're not having all the experiences that God intended for you. No, it's going to be big. It's going to be big. It's going to be bigger than anything you ever imagined. So come up in your thinking. Come up in your thought process. Get out of your little limited smart. Kingdom is big. Oh, kingdom is big. Kingdom is big. I, I told somebody yesterday. Oh, and I'm going to read this scripture. Oh, my God. I told somebody yesterday. I, we were talking about segregation. And we were talking about how um, when we are closed off and we are segregated, right? I said, imagine those people who are closed off and segregated, and when you get to heaven, when, when, when they get to heaven, the Lord is like, okay, since you was trying to be all closed off and segregated, you only get to experience this little bit of heaven. <laughs> like, I'm going to put you in this little bit of, I'm going to put you in little, this little bit of heaven. If if he ha we have to hear him say, well done, good and faithful servant, we have to take the limitations off of how we complete ourselves. We complete ourselves all the time. We finish ourselves. We've determined how high we're going to go. We determine how far God is going to take us. Because we think it's, um, we got a negative mindset. Well, you be sitting there talking about, it's going to be big. It's, it's deeper when you talk about it's going to be big. It's greater when you talk about it's going to be big. What you're saying is, God have full reign in my life. And finish me. Father God, I thank you that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Lord God. Orchestrate us. Ooh, orchestrate us. Let us be your symphony. Let us be your song. Ooh, let us be your musical inclination here on the earth. Let us let some of us sing in permissimo. Let some of us sing bravada. But Lord God, let us be your song. Let us be your salt and your light throughout the earth, Lord God. Let us be, my God, very the evidence, my God, of your air we breathe, Lord God. Finish us, polish us, Lord God. 
orchestrate our lives, Lord God. Lead us, Lord God. My God, lead us, Lord God. Let us not lead into our own understanding. Open our eyes that it's greater than us. Open our eyes that it's bigger than us. Let us give us eyes to see. Dilate our eyes. Let us walk in spiritual discernment. Don't let us cap you out. Don't let us determine the finished works of Jesus. No, Father God, in the name of Jesus, you complete us. Let your resurrection power. Ooh, do you know when you live in God, you're saying you don't want his resurrection power to be evidence in your life? I want God's resurrection power evident in my life. I want you to see me, that you see Jesus. Ooh, I don't want to be incomplete. I don't want to be partial. I don't want to be filled to the capacity of Lakeisha. I need to be filled to the capacity of the Lord. Lord, do greater works in Lakeisha. Lord, do greater works in my son's life. Oh, Javon, Jaleel, Jermaine, Josiah, Judah, Lyric, Logan, Shiloh, Zayden, and Casey. Do greater works, Lord God, in every person that I'm attached to. Do greater works in us, Lord God. Do greater works, Lord God. Let us see your hand like never before in our lives, Lord God. Renew our minds, Lord God. Let us walk in a fresh anointing. Give us fresh downloads. Give us creativity, Lord God. Father God, open up the windows of heaven and pour a blessing out on us that we cannot contain, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. My God. Do a greater work in us. You got to tell him that. Lord, do a greater work in me. You can never get to a place where you get satisfied or so content in where you are or think that you have arrived or you just, I just give me a little taste of heaven. I don't want a little taste of heaven because his word says, thy kingdom come. Woo! My God, do a greater work in Shonda. Do a greater work in Deshana. Do a greater work in Ramonda. Do a greater work in Stasi. Do a greater work in Renee. Come on, y'all. Do a greater work in Kimberly Arnold. Do a greater work in Andrea. Come on, now personal. You got to make this personal. Lord, do a greater work in me. My God, talk to him about you. <laughs> my God, as women will. Oh, my children. That's good. Your children ain't the extent of your life. Your children are not the extent of your life. You need God to do a greater work in them. The Lord has dealt with me about my prideful places where my kids are concerned. Judah and Josiah are so amazing. But baby, can I tell you something? They complete. God got to do a greater work in them. So I don't even, even want to put them on a shelf and just be like, oh my gosh, this is all there is to them. This is not all there is to them. Do a greater work. Celebrate and keep moving. Ask the Lord, show me, show me the greater work. Lord, do a greater work in me. Expand me. Stretch me. Grow me up. Bring me into the mature things. Come on now. Bring me into mature acting. Let me act as you act. Let me live as you see fit. Ooh, let your glory be revealed in my life, Lord God. Overwhelm me with your goodness today and do a greater work in me. Oh, come on, y'all. Do a greater work in me. Oh, my God. Do a greater work in me. Oh, my God. Do a greater work in me. Oh, my God. Say it. Do a greater work in me. Oh, 
do a greater work in me. John 14 and 12. Truly, truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I'm doing. My God, if you think about, oh my God, I thank you for this this morning. If you think about all the works that Jesus did, stop and pause. We, we talk about Jesus all the time. We talk about him on the cross all the time. We talk about everything that he accomplished. His finished works was not just at the cross. His finished works was when he got up at the, at the grave. So we want him to do a greater work. He says, truly, truly, I tell you, oh my God, my God. He says, whoever, my God believes in me will also do the works that I'm doing. He's going to do even greater than me. He's going to do greater than me. We're supposed to do greater than Jesus. We're supposed to do greater than Jesus. We Can, part of, can I tell you something? Part of, the, part of the problem of why we're not seeing miracles, signs, and wonders is because they're supposed to come through you. <laughs> part of the problem that we're not seeing the end time harvest the way that we're supposed to is because they're supposed to come through you. It's supposed to be done through you. Miracle signs and wonders are supposed to be done through you. Miracle signs and wonders. You're supposed to speak the incorruptible seed. The word of God has to be shared continuously. Say, I got to get in position. Baby, you got to be. You've been playing out of position. Ooh, I hear you, Holy Spirit. You've been playing out of position. When you play yourself down, you play out of position. When you playing out of position, you messing up the whole team. <laughs> you messing up the whole game plan of God. Oh my God, Lord, I gotta get in position. Come on, Lord, I gotta get in position. Lord, I've been out of position. Well, Akisha, how have I been out of position? Because I've been focused, my God. On the things of this world. And I'm not even from this world. I'm not even of this world. I'm an ambassador. Ooh, my God. I'm an ambassador of Jesus Christ. I'm not even from this world. I'm an ambassador of Christ. I'm on the assignment. I'm on an assignment. So I don't have time to be caught up into the things of this world. That's a lowly mindset. I don't have time to be caught up in strife. I don't have time to be caught up in contentions. I don't have time to be caught up in lewdness. I don't have time to be caught up in crudeness. I don't have time to be caught up in sexual immorality. That's a lower level mindset. The pagan thinks of that, those ways. I'm an ambassador of Christ. 2 Corinthians, Corinthians 5 and 19 verse. It says that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ. Not County men's trespasses against him. Put a pause in it. Your trespasses are not counted against you. We will live it out. Why you not make so much mistake? I've done so many wrong things in the past. How could God use me? He can use you because your trespasses are not counted against you, baby. He can use you because your trespasses are not counted against you. He can work through you because your trespasses are not counted against you. My God, he was committed to reconciling you. Oh, come on now. You got to get revelation. You, you were committed. He was committed to reconciling you. He was committed to using you. Come on now. He was committed to this. God is in a committed relationship with you. God is in a committed relationship with you. It's not a casual relationship. God invested in you. When he gave Jesus Christ to die for your sins, oh my God, this is a message of reconciliation. God was committed. He was designated to you. God committed. He wanted you to change completely. My God, he was going to 
change you completely. And how does he change you completely? He changes you completely. Once you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, then the Holy Spirit, with permission, will go in and do the greater work. So every time you get your mind renewed, baby, he's reworking you for greater glory. Every time you get your mind renewed in the word, every time a shackle breaks, a chain breaks, oh my God, a stronghold is destroyed. He's reworking you for his glory. Put that in your notes today. I got to be reworked for his glory. Come on now. I got to be reworked for his glory. So he says, he says, therefore, we are ambassadors of Christ as though God were making his appeal through us. You are an appeal, my God. You are an appeal of God. You are, if you really understood, we quote the where I'm, I'm an heir to the throne. I'm, I'm this, I'm royalty, but we don't act like royalty. Royalty ain't around here arguing. You ever seen Queen Elizabeth arguing with somebody? You ever seen, you ever seen when they, royalty ain't around here arguing. Royalty ain't around here in strife. Royalty ain't around here in self-doubt. When you are born into the royalty of the kingdom and understand who you are, you don't even operate in them or lower levels. You don't even seek to operate in those lower levels. You understand who you are and you understand who you are. And you are not moved by anything that is contrary to kingdom. You don't respond in the flesh. You respond in the spirit. Spirit, you move according to the spiritual things of God because you understand royalty acts a certain way, walks a certain way, thinks a certain way, and lives a certain way. You got to be reworked, my God, for your glory. It says, therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on the behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. God made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we may become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's what God is trying to do through you. He's trying to get the greater works to be done. So when I'm caught, come on, y'all. When I'm caught in, let's skip over Galatians 5 and 22. When I'm caught in, oh my God, all of these things that are not like Christ, right? When I'm caught in, let me back up a little bit. When I'm caught in all these things that do not look like Christ, do not act like Christ, that's a lower version of myself. That's my flesh. We love to say, well, that's just, you know, I'm human too. You're, you're human, but you're born of the spirit. Ooh! You're not born of the flesh. You're born of the, you're human, but you're born of the, the spirit. Those have become um, excuses. Our mind is so set on the things of this world that we don't even pause to question whether or not what we believe and how we act is of the things of this world. Oh, Lord, I don't want to act according to the things of this world. Lord, I don't want to walk according to the things of this world. Help me not to be consumed by this world's way of thinking. I want to live in a heavenly mindset so I can do greater works. I want miracles, signs, and wonders to follow me. Oh, my God. Let me go. Galatians 5. It says, walk by the Spirit. It was for this freedom that Christ set us free, completely liberating us. That means I'm completely liberated from my old self. I'm completely, you got to begin to declare that. I'm completely liberated from my old self, and I'm not going to subject myself. Can I tell you something? Every time you respond, woo, 
Holy Spirit, I hear you. Every time you respond in a less than version of yourself, you're subjecting yourself. You're bringing yourself right back into your old nature. Ooh, every that's why it's so important for you to renew your mind. That's 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 a, that's a we, I'm gonna go hard in the pain. You need to go hard in the pain in this word so that you can be transformed into the image of Christ. Is it? Another is I, Paul, who tells you that if you receive circumcision as a supposed requirement of, of salvation, Christ will be of no benefit for you, for you will lack the faith in Christ that is necessary in salvation. Let me skip through. Oh, he said, this is what he says. He says, you are running this race so well. Who has interfered? This is the seventh verse, Galatians 5, 7, and prevented you from obeying the truth. This deceptive persuasion is not from him who called you to freedom in Christ. A little leaven, a slight inclination to error, or a few false teachers leaven the whole batch, perverts the concept of faith, and misleads the church. Paul says in the 10th verse, I have confidence in you, in the Lord, that you will adopt, adopt no other view. You got to begin to adopt no other view. I got to have the same view Christ had. That's why I often pray over us that you have the same mind that's in Christ Jesus. He says, but he says, but I have no other view contrary to mine on the matter. But the one who is disturbing you, wherever he is, will have to pay for the penalty. Let me, let me skip over just a little bit. Right? For you, my brothers, it's the 13th verse. For you, my brothers, were called to freedom. You called to freedom. You called to live free. You called to live free. You are called to freedom. He says, this is what he says. He says, only do not let your freedom become an opportunity for the sinful nature, worldliness, and selfishness. We are not to be worldly, and we are not to be selfish. Oh, God. My God, help us not to be worldly. We are not to be of this world. Worldliness is not just about sin. Oh my God, we so sin conscious. It don't make sense. Worldliness means I have a revelation that I'm an ambassador of Christ and I act accordingly. I don't act in my natural flesh mind. Worldliness, we, we think, oh, I ain't sinning. But you ain't acting like kingdom either. <laughs> I ain't sinning. But you ain't acting like kingdom either. You may not be sinning, but you're not acting like kingdom either. You're not acting in the best version of yourself in Jesus Christ. You're not walking in the authority. You're not using your tongue as life. You're not, you're not walking it, you're not walking like kingdom. You don't have the mind of Christ. Come on now. My God. He says, for the whole lot, this is what he says, but through love serve and seek the best for one another. Ooh, through love serve. He says, for the whole lot concerning human relationships. Ooh, I told y'all. Remember, remember I told y'all not long ago, I can take any issue and problem that you're having to your love walk. I can take your finances to your love walk. Why? Because you're probably being a lover of money. I can take your issues in your marriage to your love walk. Why? Because you're probably loving yourself more than you love the other person. I can take, I can take whatever's not working in your purpose. 
to your love walk because you're probably not loving God with all your heart, with all your might and all your soul. You're probably more considering your purpose than you could I can take, I can hang every problem you have on love. We can dissect every issue you have and get back to the root of it that is love and faith works through love. This is for the whole law concerning human relationships is fulfilled in one precept. You shall love your neighbors as yourself. That means, and I teach my kids, your neighbors is anybody outside yourself. This is not talking about the person who lives next door to you. Anybody that's outside yourself is your neighbor. If it's outside of you, your temple, it's your neighbor. Your temple is the home court, right? Anybody outside your, yourself, it says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. That is, you shall have an unselfish concern for others and do things for their benefit. My God. Well, what if somebody is struggling and you do things for their benefit? Not for your benefit. If you learn to do things for their benefit, guess what's going to happen? God going to do things for your benefit. It says, but if you bite and devour one another. Oh, Lord, I thank you for reworking us. If you bite and devour one another, bickering and strife, watch out. That you, along with your entire fellowship, will be consumed. If you continue to bicker, if you continue to bite, you're going to devour one another. That's not kingdom. That's worldliness. Woo! That's worldliness. That's worldliness. Worldliness teaches you to do the benefit of yourself. Worldliness puts you in a selfish mindset. Worldliness puts you into an arena and a realm where you only thinking about yourself. See, that's why we have to watch this self-care. Self-care is important, but self-care shouldn't pull you into worldliness. It says, but if I say walk habitually, oh my God, come on now. Oh my God. See, the Holy Spirit won't lead you wrong. He said, I say walk habitually by way of habit. It's your norm. Come on, y'all. It's your norm to walk with the Holy Spirit. He says, but I say walk habitually in the Holy Spirit. It's supposed to be not a spirit, not your spirit, but the Holy Spirit. Can I tell you something? Holy Spirit going to make you more gentle. Holy Spirit going to make you more kind. Because Holy Spirit is aligning you with God's true designation of who you were called to be. A lot of who we are is disrupted by culture. A lot of who we are is disrupted. Think about all the painful things in your past that has led you to make decisions that are not like God. Can I, can I speak to the hurt and bleeding heart for a second? Can, can I speak to the hurt and bleeding heart? Think of how your breakup has made you declare. Ooh! Certain things, oh, I ain't never going that way again. Oh, I ain't going to never date that kind of person again. Oh, I'm never going to fall in love again. Oh, I'm never going to have that relationship. I never set up myself to be a fool again. That's a broken and bleeding heart speaking. That is not the heart, the heart of a person who has the love of Christ. Those absolutes, my God, do not leave room for the Holy Spirit to lead you. He says, but I say, walk habitually in the Holy Spirit. Seek him and be responsive to his guidance. Meaning, I'm not going to grieve the Holy Spirit. And if your heart has been hindered or broken, come on now, y'all. Go get and spend some time getting healed. We don't spend enough time healing. We go into 
travel into the next relationship with the next skepticism, with all the uh, insecurity, with all the fear, with all the worry, because we don't understand God's love for us, and we've diverted too much attention to the relationship. And then when the relationship disappoints us, we're frustrated. Oh, well, you know, I ain't hear God. You heard God. Do you, God told you who this was to you? You just been operating in the flesh and according to your relationship. Woo, come on now. He says, but I say, walk habitually in the Holy Spirit. Seek him and be responsive to his guidance. And then you will certainly not carry out the desire of the sinful nature, which responds impulsively. Your sinful nature responds like this. Your sinful nature responds out of habit. That's why you got to build your spirit up in the word so that your spiritual, your spirit responds instead of your sinful nature. Your sinful nature responds on impulse. Woo, that's good. Your sinful nature is, responds on impulse. It responds quickly. It will rise up first because it's been so used to leading. So it says, it says, will not carry out the desire of the sinful nature which responds impulsively without regard for God and his precepts. When your sinful nature responds on impulse, it's because it has no regard for God. It has no regard for his precepts. It's like, I used to be such an argumentative person, right? Well, I was bullied growing up, right? I was in an abusive relationship. My sinful nature, not my spirit, my we, we call that's my defense mechanisms. My defense mechanisms will respond a certain way every time I experience a certain trigger. Well, that was still my sinful nature. That was not my spirit leading. So he says, for the sinful nature has this desire which is opposed to the spirit. And the desire of the spirit opposes the sinful nature. The sinful nature and the spirit are opposites. Come on, Holy Spirit, teach us this morning. The sinful nature and the spirit, the worldly nature, not just sin, the worldly nature and the spirit are polar opposites. They're like magnetic forces that don't even draw to each other. He says, he says they're in direct opposites. They're in continual conflict so that you as believers do not always do what you want to do. Now, here's the practices of sinful nature. I'm going to help you out this morning. Right? Thank you, Holy Spirit. They're clearly evident. Woo! They are sexual immorality. They are impurity. So when people tell you sexual immorality is no big deal to God, they lie. Sensuality. Right? Any place that you lack total self-control is a problem with God. Idolatry, sorcery, any kind of witchcraft. You need to ask the Lord, Am I, have I been involved in things that are witchcraft? Crystals, all of that stuff. You need to pray, check, and ask the Lord about that stuff. You got to watch that stuff. I, it's not, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to offend anybody. But you better go seek the Lord and ask him whether or not this is stuff that comes from you. Some of this is new ageism, and it does not belong in the body of Christ. Ask the Lord. If you ask him, the Holy Spirit will tell you, that is not of me. <laughs> oh, my God. Ask him. Seek him. 
ask him. We don't want to seek him because we really already know the answer. He says, now the practice of sinful nature are clearly evident. Can I say this? Smudging all that other stuff. Ask the Lord. Is this of you? Is smudging and stuff of you? Ask the Lord. Does this come from kingdom? Ooh, come on now. It says, now the practices of sinful nature are clearly evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, disputes, dissensions, come on now, factions, come on now, envy, drunkenness, riotous behavior, riotous behavior is like rebellion, come on now, rising up against your government, rising up against the church, and other things, I warned you before, as I did previously, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. I'm walking according to my flesh when I walk in those things. The thing that helps me not walk according to my flesh is the Spirit. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit, the result of His presence within us, when the Holy Spirit is in us, we walk in love, un unselfish, concern for others. We walk in joy and inner joy. Come on, y'all. It's time for us to live the kingdom. We walk in peace. We walk in patience. Not the ability to wait, but how we act when we wait. We, how we act when we waiting on, thank you, Holy Spirit. How we act when we waiting on God is important to God. How we act when we're waiting on God is important to God. He said kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. All of those gentleness and self-control. When you operate in these things, there's no law that can work against you. As a matter of fact, when you're operating in those things, there's no principality or this world can't judge you. When we operate according to the spirit, my God, instead of to the flesh, my God, the world can't judge the spiritual things of God. We've been letting the world judge the spiritual things of God. He said, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature together with its passions and its appetites. If we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, ooh, here go the charge in the check. Here go the charge in the check. If we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, we must also walk by the Spirit. With personal integrity, godly character, and moral courage. Our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. We must not become conceited, challenging, or provoking one another, or envying one another. That's the word of the Lord. Let me give you this last scripture. <laughs> and we out of here. Philippians 1 and 6. I need you to see this. This is Paul talking. He says, "Grace." this second verse, grace to you and peace inner calm, and spiritual well-being. When we are walking by the Holy Spirit, we have inner calm and spiritual well-being from God our Father. He says, I thank my God in every remembrance of you, always offering every prayer of mine with joy and with specific requests. That I don't know where y'all get this generalization stuff. I don't know what this generalization stuff. As a matter of fact, can y'all do me a favor? Well, I, I don't know what an unspoken prayer request is. 
I, I, there's nothing in the Bible that talks about an old unspoken prayer request. I don't know how to come in agreement with an unspoken prayer request. Because you might be asking the Lord to give you a baby and you ain't married. <laughs> I'm just for real. I don't know how to come in agreement with an unspoken prayer request. Just come in agreement with an unspoken prayer request. No. <laughs> Everything's supposed to be in prayer and supplication. What's an unspoken prayer request? You got to have a few people that you can talk to and ask. To, well, I don't want to speak it out loud. I don't know what that is. <laughs> It was specific prayer requests. You got to have some specific prayer requests. You got to be praying to God about some specific things. He says, thanking God for your participation and partnership, right? Both your comforting fellowship and grace, graceful contribution in advancing the good news regarding salvation from the first day you heard it until now. I'm convinced and confident of this very first thing. That he who has begun a good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. The time is of his return. This tells me that God longs to complete me. God longs to complete me. God longs to finish me. God longs to do big. God longs to do big because he's a big, big God. And he does big, big things. Oh, my God, I thank you, Lord God, for the ministry of reconciliation. I hope you receive this today. I hope you get revelation of who you are in Christ Jesus. And you'll start asking the Lord, do it big. Do it big, Lord. Do it big. When you say doing it big, a limited mindset said, that's being possible. A, a godly kingdom mindset understands, do it big means let God be God. Ooh. Do it big, Lord. Do it big, Lord. Do it big, Lord. Do it big, Lord. Lord, I need you to do it big. I need you to blow my mind. I need you to complete me. Let's do our let's do our affirmations. Father God, I thank you for affirmations that remind us of who we are. I love this morning's devotion. Woo! Come on now. Lord, do it big. So I live by faith. I walk by faith and not by sight. My faith grows exceedingly. I take the shield of faith. I quench every fiery dart of the wicked one. I'm not weak in faith. I'm strong in faith. Through faith, I inherit the promises. No one or nothing has dominion over my faith. I stand in faith. God rewards my faith because I diligently seek my God. My faith is in the power of God. I have the spirit of faith. I abound in faith. I'm grounded and settled in faith. I'm established in faith. The Lord delivered my family from all our fears. The Lord has delivered me from the hand of the wicked. The Lord has delivered my family from the depths of the grave. By faith, the Lord turns toward my family and delivers us because of his unfailing love. By faith, my family is whole, healed, healthy, and wealthy in the name of Jesus. Faith is my precedent. Shout, it is done. Faith is my precedent. Lord, do it big. Do it big. 
Do it big. Do it the kingdom way. Complete me. Complete us, Father God. Do not leave us undone or unfinished. We yield to the Spirit so we can become complete in Christ Jesus so that we can bring you more glory on the earth in Jesus' name. Do it big. When you share the video today, do it big. Do it big. Share it. Do it big. Share it. When you share the video today, do it big. Do it big. Do it big. Lord, do it big. Lord, do it big. Lord, do it big. I'm, I'm through downplaying and asking for small things. No, Lord, do it big so it can bring you more glory. Lord, do it big so you can bring, bring you more glory. Lord, do it big. Lord, do it big. When you put it in your groups, Lord, do it big. Lord, do it big. Oh, my God. In Jesus' name, amen. Two things. If the Lord places it on your heart to give, go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, and you can give there, and you can find all the ways that you support the ministry. Last uh, Saturday at Feed the Streets, we went into new territory. That's because of you. That's because of you. We went into new territory. We were able to serve more people. That's God doing it big. That was because of you. Thank you. That was because of our partners. We expanded our outreach and went into new territories. And guess what? He going to multiply and we going to do it again. We going to feed. We going to be like Jesus was. Blessing it, breaking it, and it's going to multiply. And we going to feed the 5,000 in city and state and nation and world. So thank you for your continued giving and support of the ministry that helps us get the gospel throughout the world. Ooh, it's because of you. And cause it's because of you. It's because of your faithfulness. Lord God, I thank you that you bless the giving of your people. Multiply and increase the work of their hands. Give them promotions, checks in the mail, bills paid off. That's demolished royalties received. Let them see your power at work in their life. Bring your healing. Thank you for healing in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you so feel, LakeishaMJohnson.com, cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-O-I. My second thing is, for any of you who have not received Jesus Christ, this is your moment of reconciliation. Don't wait. Jesus changed. Can't people be like, how do you know Jesus is real? Because I was a hard mess. I was a hard mess before Jesus. I was. And then when I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, he began to work out my mess. He began to work out my carnality. He began to remove the darkness from me. And the more that I spend time in the Word of God, the more I be involved. Jesus is so real. Jesus is so real. If he was not real, I would still be a hot mess. I, I would still be a hot mess. So, Lord God, I thank you. Repeat after me. Dear Jesus. Woo. I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life to take away my sins. And I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. Can I say it one more time? Do it big. Do it big, Lord. Do it big in Lakeisha's life. Do it big in Lakeisha's life. Do it big. It's rare. I, it's rare. I confess over myself, but I don't spend a lot of time praying on myself. I spend more time praying over others, but I'm asking him, do it big in my life today. Blow, blow my mind today. Do something before for me that I've not seen before. Let miracle signs and wonders Follow me, Lord God. Do it big in my son's life. Do it big in my partner's life. Do it big, Lord God. Do 
it big. Blow my mind today, Lord God. Open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. My God, Satan, you cough it up, you release it, and let it go. Minister and spirits, go get my harvest now from the north, south, east, and west. Do it big, Lord God. Multiply the devotional, Lord God. Put it in places it hasn't been before, Lord God. Put it in places, Lord God. Open up the windows of heaven, Lord God. Let your glory be shown in my life. Increase my capacity to do more for you, Lord God. Enlarge the place of my tent. Spread my borders, Lord God. I long to do all for you and for your glory. Do it big. Take it to the television stations. Put it on radio, Lord God. Thank you for the radio show. Thank you for the television stations. Do it big. Expand my outreach to do more for your glory. Multiply us in small cities, states, and countries. Let feed the streets go everywhere, Lord God. Let us have food trucks. Let the vision be reached and manifested today. My God, for lifetimes and generations, in Jesus' name, amen. Do it big. Do it big. I love y'all. I love y'all. Back in the morning, live at five. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank y'all for interceding and praying for me. Love, peace, and blessings, in Jesus' name, amen. Do it big, Lord. Do it big, do it big, do it big. Do it. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.